This is Write Your Own Story, Three Keys to Rise and Thrive in Life and Business. I'm your host, Rebecca Fleetwood Hessian. Hey, it's Rebecca. Here's a fun fact. In a 1927 essay, there was a horror author named H.P. Lovecraft that wrote this. The oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear. And the oldest and strongest kind of fear is fear of the unknown. Today, we're going to talk about uncertainty. In my book, Write Your Own Story, I open with a chapter on we're all a little afraid. It is one of the human conditions. And so I want to talk about how to navigate uncertainty, because that's going to be necessary if we're going to continue to grow and evolve and want more from our lives. Every time we level up into a new career, a new team, a new company, a new project, we've never been there before. And so that is going to create some uncertainty. This article went on to say that uh, there's evidence that an inability to tolerate uncertainty is a central feature of most anxiety disorders because that uncertainty just people go to the catastrophic to the point of panic attacks and just uh, anxiety and stress. And so how can we deal with that uncertainty so that we can have the life we want with growth and actually get to the point that we look for change because we know it's an opportunity for us to grow and evolve. And I am going to suggest that the number one key to navigating uncertainty is to know yourself. Because in uncertainty, everything around you may look different, feel different, be different, the people, the projects, whatever it is. But when we have a confidence in knowing who we are, we can turn to that when we're feeling the anxiety of uncertainty. So when it starts to feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going to happen because you don't know what's going to happen none of us really do, then we can look inward and say, but I'm still okay because I know myself and I know my skills and I know my talents and I know that I've handled all of my other uncertainty up to this point. So I'm confident that I'm going to be able to handle this as well. Another article that I read recently, a Forbes article uh, was titled, What Brain Science Reveals About Uncertainty and Six Strategies to Cope at Work. Because uncertainty at work has become a thing since 2020, which I think is so funny because we've always had uncertainty. Not funny, funny because I have a weird sense of humor, I guess. <laughs> we've always had uncertainty. 
but we had lulled ourselves into a belief that we had more control than we really do. So what 2020 taught us was surprise, you're not really in as much control as you thought. (laughs) And some people handled that better than others. Uh, And some people are still struggling with that many years later. And so I want to help equip you with some things that can set you apart in being a leader that helps others through the uncertainty. It's not about stepping on people to get to the top. It's about saying, okay, if I can become more confident in uncertainty, then I can help the others who are still struggling. Well, you know, around here, we're all about community all the time. That's the name of the game. One of the things that this Forbes article said is that scientists did a study and it said that living with job uncertainty takes a greater toll on health than actually losing your job, which I thought was fascinating. And that job uncertainty makes you more vulnerable to disease and uh, worsening chronic ailments as heart disease, diabetes, things of that nature, depression. Says studies show that employees living with job uncertainty have worse overall health and more depression than employees who actually lose their jobs. Research also showed that uncertainty is more stressful than anticipating inevitable pain. If you're not sure if it's going to be painful or not, it's worse on you than just knowing something's going to be painful. And the first tip that they had, which I agree with, is sharpen your uncertainty tolerance. Your mindset during uncertain times is the most powerful thing you can control in a situation that is beyond your control. Uncertainty is scary, but fear, panic, and worry are not preparation. They add insult to injury. Another layer of stress that can compromise the immune system and paradoxically make you even more vulnerable. Changing your perspective and reminding yourself that many gifts await you in the unknown, that it contains many positive outcomes as well as negative ones. That's a game changer. This reframe amps up your uncertainty tolerance, takes the edge off the waiting period, and brings balance to your brain's ability to anticipate positive and negative outcomes more evenly. So positive and negative outcomes, right? In uncertainty, we typically go to the negative. And this article is stating It could turn out better than you ever thought. It could be a promotion opportunity. You might lose that job and then be able to walk into a new opportunity that's better than the one you've got. So being able to have a positive, hopeful expectation that everything is going to turn out better than you thought is a power move, especially today. And so practicing that, a way that I help clients do that is to journal those times, write out, think about, type it out. And if you're not into the handwriting thing, whatever, just processing all of the times that you have maybe been in a worrisome situation and it actually did turn out better than you anticipated or thought. So going back and reminding yourself that things do typically work out better than you thought. And even when it doesn't, 
work out well, that you're able to navigate those changes and challenges. I love journaling because it allows me to go back and read my story and remind myself what I need to know to continue to build confidence and courage. I'm telling you, I, I know there's mixed feelings about journaling, but I find it to be invaluable. Another aspect of it is knowing yourself. An aspect of navigating uncertainty is to know yourself so well that, you know, no matter what happens, I know who I am. I know what I'm good at. And I call those our unique gifts, talents, and abilities that I can pick up those gifts and talents and take them wherever I need to go and use them well. I'm telling you, it's a confidence builder. And just the confidence boost that you get from knowing yourself well has other people looking at you differently. Like, oh, they, they seem to be okay. And that amps your leadership vibe in a big, big way. So spend time knowing yourself. In my book, Write Your Own Story, um, chapter four deals with uncertainty. Chapter five is your uniqueness is your superpower. And I actually have questions in there that you can go to to figure out what are your unique gifts, talents, and abilities. And P.S., my book is now available on audiobook on Amazon, which is huge because a lot of people don't read books anymore. Did you know that? I can't tell you the number of people that when I launched my book said, well, just text me when the audiobook's ready because I don't I don't read books anymore. So here's your here's your notification. Uh, the audiobook is out and I read it myself for the audiobook and it was so much fun. So basically you'll be able to just listen to me for six hours if you buy the audiobook. <laughs> but in there I give you a lot of practical, tactical, how do I go figure out what my unique gifts, talents, and abilities are. And to continue to do that, that's the thing is we're always evolving and growing and learning and to constantly be reflecting and asking ourselves those, those questions about who we are is part of the growth process. It's not about going out and getting another certification or getting another degree. It's about constantly knowing who you are. You know, another thing you could do if you really want to take it to another level is book a session with me, a unique gifts, talents, and abilities inventory session. Uh, it's actually $100 off right now. Uh, link will be in the bio. And in 90 minutes, I can help you know better than you've ever known before exactly who you are. I go all the way back to 14-year-old you and show you the patterns that have existed in your life. And the more you know that about yourself, who you are and what your capabilities are, it just boosts your confidence in such huge ways to navigate the uncertainties and to move away from situations, job situations that maybe aren't right for you. I, the number of people that are in careers or jobs or working for companies where they're not happy, maybe even miserable because the 
fear of going somewhere else is too great makes me sad that navigating uncertainty feels worse than staying in a place where you are going to work every day, just in drudgery. I'd much rather help you navigate the uncertainty to get to a place that is able to use your gifts and talents in a way that you feel great. <sighs> I just want that for everybody so damn bad because I can see the difference in my clients, what happens when they get into that role and they're so grateful and asking themselves, why didn't I do this sooner? And then I say, because you were thinking that same equals safe. I'll just stay here and figure it out. I'll, um, well, the, the, the benefits are good. Oh my gosh. That's my least favorite uh, reason for somebody to stay in a job for the love of everything. Holy, don't get me on that rant today. We don't have time for that. So navigating uncertainty, your brain is a funny, intricate place and it will automatically go to the dark side if you don't command optimism. So if you take nothing away from this today, remember that you have the power to tell your brain and yourself that you're okay. That even though there's a lot going on right now with the economy and with um, maybe even your company or the job market, that this could be the biggest opportunity of something great that you never anticipated. And to know who you are so that if changes are necessary, you're ready to step in those with excitement and knowing exactly who you are confidently. That's it. Just a little, just a little uh, conversation about uncertainty. The more we get comfortable with it, the better leader you are, the better your health is. It's good for you, man. It's good for you. And you know, that thing I constantly am talking about called a daily stillness practice. I know I haven't talked about it in a minute. I thought y'all needed a little bit of a break, but I'm gonna bring it back right here. This is where you sit with yourself to navigate through that uncertainty, make it a practice, make it a daily practice. It's life-changing, it's life-changing. All right, y'all, that's it. Go buy my book, download my book. Let me know what you think about my book. <laughs> and I hope that you make it a great day. Love you, mean it. Thanks for listening to this episode. I would love it if you would leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and then go to wethrive.live. First thing you'll see is a place to drop your email and join the movement. I'll send you tools that you can use to thrive in life and business. I'm not coming down. Hey y'all, fun fact. If you like the music for the podcast, that is actually my son, Cameron Hessian. And I would love it if you would go to Spotify and iTunes and follow him and download some of his other music. My personal favorite is TV Land. <laughs>